Welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Palacios. Join me as I interview interesting and empowering people, discuss spirituality, mindset, business, and much more. My intention is to always remind you, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. Now let's open our minds and hearts and let's get into it. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy, you go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Taking Back Your Power. I am so grateful that you are joining me today for a very special episode. It's been a while, so I have a couple things to update you on, and then we'll get into the topic of today. But before I get started, I want to let you guys know something really exciting, and that is that this podcast is getting completely revamped, and it's going to be on both audio and video coming very soon, and I'm so excited. I am just getting everything set up, new studio, new everything, and we are just going to be elevating this podcast in every every way. So it's going to be the same topic, taking back your power. It's going to be the same subject matter and things to empower you, things to lift you up and really teach you your inner power and guide you towards that. So very excited. I'm going to have new guests and things like that and also solo episodes. So it's definitely going to be a huge change and a huge undertaking. But as you guys know, I've always had such a a passion for the podcasting space and I just can't wait to get it to the level that I've always wanted to get it to. So thank you so much to everyone who's been supporting this podcast since 2018 or whenever you stumbled upon it, it has been just a culmination of so much support and love. And thanks to you guys, we are able to grow it and create a space that I hope just changes and impacts your life even for 30 minutes a day. So thank you so much. And I appreciate all of your support in that aspect. So moving on to my second update, I am super excited to talk about this. And I actually haven't been announcing it too much on my social media platforms, mostly just on Instagram, because I am going to be deep diving into money, abundance, financial freedom, and the mindset of gold. So I have created the Orient Mindset Seminar. So those of you who are familiar, I've done seminars in the past. I've done the Heal to Love Seminar and the Elevated Feminine Seminar a couple months back. And I've talked about healing and love. I've talked about your divine feminine, elevating your divine feminine. And now I'm going to deep dive specifically into the topic of how to manifest and create abundance in your life. Because To be honest, I haven't really touched upon this topic on my socials or on YouTube in the past, really. So I'm excited to really be able to have a space where I can talk with no limitation. I can lay it all out for you because usually when we're doing 
videos and things in a public setting, you have to kind of limit what you say or censor some things that you say. But I love seminars because I'm able to talk about things and topics that I can't really freely discuss on different platforms. So this is going to be an all immersive, an hour and a half long seminar on March 19th at 11 a.m. Central Time. It's going to be divided into two parts, and then at the end, we're going to finish off with a Q&A. So if you guys want more information on that, please go to takingbackyourpower.com, click on Seminars at the top, and you will get the Orient Mindset Seminar and read all up on it there on my website. So if you've been in a lack, scarcity mindset around money, you want to know how to be an effortless creator of abundance to have blessings and opportunities come your way, please join me. This is going to be so beautiful and so healing and so impactful. And it's not just going to be woo-woo stuff. This is going to be actual pragmatic step-by-step advice that you can take in your daily life. So we're going to be doing the energetic work plus the actionable steps to get you there. So join me, the Orient Mindset Seminar. I will also put the link in the description of this podcast, and I hope to see you there. Spots are limited, so be sure to get yours below. I think this is going to be the only time I speak on abundance in a seminar because it is just such a heavy, powerful energetic load for me to speak on these things. So visit my website, takingbackyourpower.com and sign up and I will see you there. And if you're unable to join live for whatever reason and you purchase a ticket, don't worry, a recording will be sent out to you of the entire seminar via the email you sign up with. So let's get into today's episode. I turn 29 in a day. So by the time this episode goes live, It'll be the day before I turn 29. My birthday is March 6th, and I was really reminiscing this morning on everything, everything that I've been through in my 20s, all the lessons. Wow. I mean, I know I'm not 30 quite yet. I have a year left, but I just feel like I have been through an entire lifetime these past nine, 10 years, and When people say, and I know a lot of my viewers are in their 20s, and when people say your 20s are your time to make mistakes and your 20s are your time to, you know, build and figure things out, that is true. But also, you can live with a lot of the decisions you make in your 20s for a long time. It's not like, oh, I did all this in my 20s and then it magically just gets erased when I enter 30. I think it's more so. If you made mistakes in your 20s, what's important is that you don't hold them against yourself, but that you learn from them, that you grow from them, that you decide to do better than you did in your 20s. And I can safely say I've been through so many different types of difficulties and all these obstacles and these lessons and these experiences in many areas of my life, whether it was business, career whether it was in my relationships, whether it was in my spirituality, in my mentality, in my mental health. I've been through so many different changes and all of that has taught me so much. And I'm grateful for those things. And the reason I'm saying is all this is because if you're in your 20s right now and you don't have it figured out, it's okay. It's okay. What's important is that you take steps 
to change your life, to go into the direction that you want to go into, and that you do things that are for your betterment and for the creation of a good life. And I would prefer to say that your 20s are not the time to make mistakes. I mean, obviously you will make mistakes. That's a given. Don't ever feel bad about that. But don't focus on, you know, the YOLO lifestyle or, you know, this, oh, none of this is going to matter, blah, blah, blah. Don't focus or view your life through that lens. Instead, see your 20s as the foundational period of you transitioning from I'm a kid to I'm an adult. Use this as your time to set the foundation for your 30s. I set the foundation in my 20s for what I'm doing now, basically. I mean, I I started my career you know, I didn't know it was my career at the time, but I started it at 16. I started to take it seriously at 20, 21. And, you know, that's what I've been doing, planting seeds, even though I would, I knew I wouldn't see the, the fruits of my labor immediately. I just knew that planting these seeds in the direction I wanted to go into would be beneficial to me. Even if I didn't see where the seed, how it would grow into what kind of tree or what kind of plant it would grow into, or I wouldn't see where this first step in the staircase would lead me to, I trusted that as long as it was good for me and it was something that was helping me grow, that it would lead me in the right direction. Now, when it came to my personal love life, (laughs) I definitely went through so much in just a short period of time. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that where you go through a relationship, it gets serious and you feel like the relationship isn't right for you. It gets toxic. I mean, this shouldn't be normalized, but unfortunately a lot of people go through it. Toxic relationships and staying in relationships that aren't right for you or with a person who isn't right for you because you're afraid of what society says or you're, you know, afraid of disappointing that person or you feel like a failure. And so it's really important that in your 20s, you really vet who you spend time with, even if you think, oh, it's just a casual date or whatever. Don't be casual about your dating. (laughs) Don't be casual. And what I mean about that is not that you have to jump in and make things serious from the get-go, but things that we think are casual at the beginning or we're like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm 22 years old. You know, I have time. Those things often lead us into making decisions that we're not okay with or aren't good for us in the long haul because we're making and taking our decisions very lightly. And this is the thing about love and relationships is that many times you meet someone and you don't think anything of it at the beginning, but if you're not in this place mentally or spiritually, you're not strong or you're not very clear on your standards, especially as women, we can easily be swept up by somebody else, especially somebody who can be you know, in a position of more power over us, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit more experienced and we're young and we're, you know, very fresh and we're just like, oh yeah, you know, just going along for the ride. That's what I mean about being casual is that if you go on a date with somebody or you give somebody your precious, precious time, make sure it's somebody who you think, okay, I could spend the rest of my life with this person. You're probably thinking, Isabel, you're crazy. Because I just met this person. How do I know that? Well, you can see somebody's qualities 
from when you first meet them. You can see, you know, how they carry themselves, how they talk, their lifestyle, all these things. And do not get into this place of looking at somebody, a potential partner and seeing them as a project. Instead, look at them as somebody, okay, is this somebody who is going to elevate my life? Are they going to lift me up? Do they have a good life going for them? Because those relationships that start off casual, they can get pretty serious pretty quick. And then sooner or later, you will catch feelings. And once you catch feelings for a person who isn't good for you, it's very hard to get out of. So before you start dating, I think 22 is so young. You shouldn't be even thinking about settling down. So don't even put pressure on yourself to date or find the one at that age because you have time. You really do. But the main thing is that if you do decide to date and you say, I do want to find a partner and, you know, settle down or whatever it is, I think it's really important that you first know yourself, which... I'll be quite honest with you, you don't really know who your true self is unless you give yourself time to be alone and to figure out what you like and to enjoy your life and wait till you're 25 because that's when our prefrontal cortex finishes forming. And I always say this, don't make any drastic decisions before 25. Really spend time to figure out what it is that you want especially in a partner. What are the qualities that you want? How do you want them to treat you? What kind of lifestyle do you wish to live? Are they setting, you know, they don't have to be completely successful when you meet them, but are they on that trajectory? And are they willing to treat you like the goddess that you are? Are they just in love with you to the point where they will treat you well and they are going to respect you and honor you and cherish you. That's all the things that we have to look at. And when we look at love in our relationships, I mean, relationships are so important. These are the people, this person that you are entering a relationship with, you're going to eat all your meals with this person, most likely. You're probably going to eventually have children with this person if that's what you decide All these things are going to happen with this person. So you want to make sure that you are vetting this person well. Do not be casual. Be intentional. That is the most important thing in dating. And if I could go back, I actually wouldn't change anything, honestly, because everything has led up to finding my incredible partner, my beautiful baby girl. I mean, I can't, I can't say anything should be different. Yes, I would have liked things to end differently in some sense of the word and to have known my worth more when I was younger and to have stood up for myself more and been more sure of my decisions because I wasn't. I remember whenever I was trying to get out of a toxic relationship, I knew it wasn't for me. Everything just pointed at the fact that I was miserable, I wasn't happy, and even after I ended it, I kept having so much guilt over it and thinking I was crazy, but something, thank God, my intuition was just so on point, and it just guided me through that. And intuition is not something that's super loud. It's just something that you know talks to you and tells you quietly don't do this. Don't do that. That's not right for you. This person isn't right for you. But we ignore it because either 
we're in love or we just don't want to look like a failure in front of other people or we're in a toxic manipulative relationship and we're being forced into things we don't want to be in and yada, yada, yada. You guys get the point. The biggest game changer for me in my 20s though was leaning into and healing through my divine feminine. And you guys know I have a huge obsession, not obsession, but I have been so hyper-focused on divine feminine healing. I've shared that a lot on my platforms and my content, and everything I do is just from that, stems from that energy now because I realize my worth as a, not only a woman, but as a divine feminine being that that was my natural state of being. And it's who I truly am. And before in my early 20s, I was heavily into the hustle culture. I mean, I you could go into past videos and past podcast episodes where I talked about people like Gary V. And I just, you know, I loved Gary V. I loved Casey Neistat. And I love them because they really inspired me to push everything to the next level and to really commit to something and put in the work. And I think Instead of looking back during that time in a negative sense, I look at it in a positive sense because since I was always kind of heavily in my feminine going into the masculine for a time showed me that I was capable of doing so many other things that all my life I was told I was incapable of doing basically. And you know, just a little backstory, I was always very artistic growing up, very dreamy. I was, I mean, I did great in school. I was a great student. I, you know, was very focused and very disciplined. And then when I got older, teenage years, and then I went to college, it's kind of like I realized, wait, I don't want to actually be a lawyer. I don't want to do all these things that I was told I need to do. I want to start my own business and you know, create content because something told me that content creation and YouTube was the future. And even though people looked at me weird when I would tell them, oh, I'm a YouTuber at the time, people would make fun of me. I remember uh, this one girl in college would try to make fun of me for having a YouTube channel because nobody did it. Nobody did content creation back then. It's not like now everyone and their mothers, you know, on TikTok and all this. And I love that because it really shows how times have changed. But Whenever I was starting, nobody did it. Nothing was monetized. If a company sent you products, it was like a huge deal. And I remember just starting out and hearing these more masculine hustle voices really helped me get into this place of like, okay, I can take my work. I can take my channel. I can take these things seriously. So I'm grateful to people like Gary Vee and Casey Neistat, which if you guys remember Casey Neistat was creating a video a day and he was heavily in the YouTube space and he really helped YouTube grow so much just in the mainstream, if that makes sense. So those people helped me to realize, okay, through my hard work, I can achieve what it is that I need to achieve. So in a way, being heavily my masculine, it did good. I'm not going to say it was a bad thing. I think that people, when they're going through healing journeys and looking back at their journey and especially seeing themselves in their masculine, they can tend to see it through a negative sense. But I like to look at it through a positive sense because I was balancing myself out. 
And this was for me personally. For you, it could have been completely different, and we all have different aspects of masculine and feminine. I was just in a very wounded feminine state, I would say, maybe even wounded masculine, when I started to really change things up and implement more masculine, you know, building qualities when it came to business. So I was out of balance as it was, but I leaned too much in my masculine for a little bit there. And I started to view my feminine qualities as something negative or something undesirable. And so that led to my burnout over time. I was just too hyper-focused on the business aspect of things on creating content. Meanwhile, spiritually, I wasn't doing great. So leaning into my divine feminine and healing those aspects, those things that led me to burnout, those things that led me to just an unhealthy obsession with hustle culture and productivity and all these things, leaning into my feminine helped me heal through those things and realize those things. So that's why, you know, when you're healed, you tend to look back on the things that were difficult for you in a more, not a positive light, but more in like a, oh, okay, this is why that happened, or this is why this had to happen. And you kind of see the dots connected. I always say that healing, when you know you're healed, it's when you realize that everything happened the way it had to happen, right? And you have a peace. You're, you look back on the past with peace and that's how I feel on my own journey, especially in balancing out my feminine and masculine and healing through my divine feminine. So what I learned through healing in my divine feminine was very clear that I could be more prosperous. I could be more effective. I could be more, I could grow and I could be happy within myself and enjoy being a woman, not see it as something bad or something weak in my femininity, something weak. No, I actually began to see it as something wonderful and powerful. And I grew in so many ways during that time, not only in my business, but also spiritually, mentally, and in my relationships. And Kind of going back to the relationships aspects because, you know, the divine feminine touches upon everything and healing through your feminine and leaning into your divine feminine will heal many things that you before thought that wouldn't be healed or that would take a lot of work for you to heal. The divine feminine began calling out to me probably in 2019 and I remember it came very clearly. It came from me rediscovering my faith and rediscovering my connection to Jesus, but not only to Jesus, but to Mary Magdalene and Mother Mary. And it was through this, I began to pray the rosary and I realized it was so beautiful how the divine feminine was calling to me, not only to strengthen my faith, but to relax and know that I was powerful just because that, you know, God made me powerful. God made me in this beautiful vessel of a woman. And through all that, maybe I'll make a podcast episode on that. Um, But through all that, I realized, wait, I can rest. I have done a lot of work. I have 
you know, searched and traveled and done all these things. And I can rest within myself and really enrich my spiritual life through prayer, through praying the rosary, especially, and connecting back to, you know, the women of early Christianity and the women of the Bible and knowing who I am through those stories and seeing myself through those stories and knowing that women, we have been powerful for so, I mean, we've always been powerful. We have, and a lot of that has been suppressed through the years. So it's really important that we realize not only our spiritual power, but also God created us to be these beautiful vessels of life and to be these vessels of creation. And we are like the fruit, right? Even if we look out in nature, the feminine is very prevalent in mother nature. And that is where we should see our power coming from as well, is that we are these beautiful creatures, just as powerful as these amazing fruit trees, right? That they go through seasons and they grow and they change and they bear fruit. And oh my goodness, I could just get in so much to this topic and not only in an esoteric spiritual way, but also just your who you are from a human standpoint changes so much whenever you really dive deep into the divine feminine. And like I've said before, I have been hesitant in the past to talk about certain topics, especially on public platforms, but I would love to do a seminar that's private, obviously, but do a seminar just on the topic of the divine feminine for people who are willing to listen and who have their hearts open and are really willing to take that dive into what it means to being a divine feminine. So you hear a lot about the divine feminine or the feminine online and it's very much related to dating and to you know the way you dress and all these things and I love that content. I really do. I think it's it's beautiful, it's fun, it's empowering for many women. But I also think that it's a huge aspect that's been neglected is the spiritual aspect of what it means being a divine feminine. But for me that happened in 2019 that awakening, that calling to heal through it. And it coincided with the 2020 lockdowns. And I was focused, you know, that was the time that I was really healing from my past relationship. And I took a break from when I ended that relationship in 2018, I had taken a break from dating. I had taken a break from, you know, trying to find anyone. I kind of released that into God's hands and I said, God, and that's the beautiful thing about being in your divine feminine is that you surrender to the divine, you surrender to the creator, you surrender everything and you become more in flow. You become like water and you enjoy the process of your life. You honor each step, each journey of your life, each moment, each chapter, and you treat each each chapter as a separate chapter from the previous one. And you're really in the moment. You're really present. That coincided with 2020 lockdowns and all that. And that was even more of a sign to go within. That was even more of an indicator that I needed to slow down and heal and allow myself to heal. And I mean, we all went through these awakenings in 2020. I feel like we all went through our own different things and we emerged on the other side either, you know, better off or some of us, we had to do some healing from that, which is okay. But what's important is that we treat each 
portion and each section and each chapter of our life as something important in our journey as a whole. So that was really what helped me was to heal and not take time for myself, figure out what I wanted. And I brought in, I called in the most beautiful relationship with the most wonderful, supportive, kind, fun, loving, I mean, just the most perfect man. And, you know, he has his flaws like anyone else, but he was just the right one for me. And he continues to be just such a force of support and of love and of loyalty and somebody who really does compliment me because I am very much in my feminine and I'm very much, you know, more relaxed and he is very much go, go, go masculine building future. He cannot sit still kind of energy. And that's what I needed to balance me out. And I thankfully through that and us having our daughter together, I was able to ease into motherhood and not put pressure on myself to be or to do, you know, he took care of everything and he still does. And he's allowed me to not only be a mother and enjoy my motherhood, especially for that first year, but to also work in my career in a way that feels aligned and beautiful. And he supports that, which we should all strive to find somebody, a life partner who will do that for us, who will support us where we need support. And that's, I think, the most beautiful thing that has come about from my divine feminine journey and transformation is that divine masculine man and my daughter, you know, the fruit, (laughs) my little, my little baby girl. She is like the culmination of all the things that I always wanted in life. And she's this physical creation, embodiment of all those things. And I get kind of teary-eyed thinking about it and talking about it, but I really never thought that I would have the things that I have now. It always seemed so far off. It always seemed so far away. But once I released that fear or that feeling of, I'll never have this, I'll never have that. And I just enjoyed my life for what it was whenever I was single. And I allowed my divine feminine to carry me that's when everything just came effortlessly. So (laughs) it's really possible. I think that we live in a time where we think that everything has to happen right away. Go, go, go. If we don't see it right now, it's never going to come. And we always want instant gratification. We want everything just, we want proof of everything. We want everything to show up. We want, you know, signs and all this stuff. And really, you don't need that. Trust me, you don't need to have a psychic or somebody or whatever to tell you, yeah, this and this and this is coming. No, you don't. You just have to trust in yourself, trust in your journey. If you don't feel trust within yourself or you don't feel trust in your journey, pray about it. Talk to the creator, talk to God. And if anything, focus on that confidence within yourself. Focus on that self-love, focus on that idea that You are not a fixed or stagnant being. You are malleable. You can change. You can grow. You are like a tree in nature. You can grow. You will lose your leaves some seasons. You will grow your your leaves back the next season. And you will continue growing and changing. And that is the most beautiful thing because it tells us that 
we're not going to stay stuck in the situation we see ourselves in right now. The only way you'll stay stuck is if you build a house in the woods. I've always used that analogy is don't build your house in, a, in the woods and stay stagnant. Keep walking, keep moving forward through the woods and eventually you'll find yourself out of it. And sometimes our walk through the woods can be scary. It can be, you know, you might get lost a few times and you feel like there's no end in sight, but that's okay. That's a part of it. Sometimes you have to go and sit down and sit by the creek, take a rest, take a nap, get back up the next day and try and keep trying. And what's important is that you treat each day as a new day, as you treat it as something different. Don't let yesterday come into today. Be sure you wake up with a renewed sense of mind, spirit. And if you have to do a routine to get you there, do a morning routine, right? Meditate, journal, do something different each day to remind yourself that each day is a gift. Each day is an entire lifetime and you can accomplish so much in one day and do so much in one day, whether that's, you know, meditating. If what you accomplish today is meditating, that's beautiful. If what you accomplished today was cooking a meal for yourself, wonderful. If what you accomplished today was getting something off of your to-do list, great, right? Celebrate those small wins within each day because ultimately we become what we do every single day. All those days add up, they create a year, and we know how years tend to fly by. But what's important is that you don't get stuck on the past, that you keep moving forward, you keep focusing on what's in front of you, keep learning. I always believe that the moment we stop learning is when we stop growing and when we really get old. (laughs) But if we're always learning, if we're always evolving, if we don't put so much pressure on ourselves to have things by a certain time or certain age or a certain date, we will be more effective and we will live our life in a way that feels more aligned for you, not for society, not for your parents, not for your partner, not for your friends, but for you in a way that feels right. And that's the energy I'm going to carry into my 30s, is that I'm going to continue evolving and changing. I am not a stagnant being. I am not a being that is here and, you know, is not going to change and is, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a just a rock, right? Even rocks are constantly changing and weathering away or you know, changing shape and form. And I'm going to choose to be a tree that's growing. Even if my roots are in one place right now, I'm still going to grow. I'm still going to change and I'm still going to lose leaves and I'm still going to go through things and process things. And that's what a journey is. Everything ends, right? In this physical place in death. This life is very finite. It ends. So What we can't do is get stuck on getting to a specific destination or to a specific place because when we do that, that's when our journey is over, right? Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process of things because that's how we enjoy life more. Everything takes time. Everything takes a process. Everything takes energy. Everything has its motions, right? As just like when you start a car, you have to put your key in or you press the start button, you know, all this, you start a car, a car to get you from point A to point B is going to take a journey. 
and you can either play music on your ride or be stressed out the entire way. Whatever it is, you make the decision. You hold the power to that decision of how you are going to spend your journey and how you're going to make it to the next point, the next chapter. So wherever you may be right now, if you're in your 20s or 30s, maybe you got some wisdom out of my wisdom of my 29 years, but my hope is that you honor where you are. You don't get hung up on age, whether people tell you you're too young or whether people tell you you're too old. Know that you, as long as you are living and as long as you are breathing, you can change, you can grow, you can go in any direction you want to go. It may take some work. It may take some introspection. It may take working through limiting beliefs. It may take healing. It may take you finally taking responsibility over your life and knowing that you are a creator, a powerful creator in this physical realm. And you have to, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. If you want to step into your most powerful version, you have to take responsibility over these things. And that was a huge thing for me too, is if I had any semblance of a victim mindset, I would work through that. I would grow through that. I would get to the root of why I felt like a victim. And instead of viewing my life through a victim's lens, I would look at it through a victor's lens, as somebody who is victorious, as somebody who can fight and go through and prosper despite my difficulties, despite my shortcomings, despite all these things. And that can be anyone. It really doesn't matter. And I went through some really dark stuff. I've never really talked about it. I think I talked about it once when I did a you know live seminar back in 2019. I did open up about those darker things that I went through. But you know, it's not something that you have to be ashamed of if you've been through dark things. You have to honor it and know that you can come through the other side more powerful, more beautiful, more complete, more whole. And it's a process, but that's why you have to honor each section of this process of life. As I always say, it's all rigged. Everything's in your favor. <laughs> that quote, I think it's a roomy quote. I heard it long, long time ago and it just stuck with me. And I, people always ask me, what does that mean? You know, does it mean that bad things have never happened to you or everything goes good for you? And, and I say for myself, no, for myself, it does not mean that. For myself, in my personal journey, it has meant that everything that happens, good or bad, will ultimately lead up in my favor because the good things obviously are always good and they're always going to add to your life and be something positive. But the bad is where we really learn. We learn about ourselves, we learn about life, and we really grow from those bad things and from those difficulties. So, always look at it that way. Whatever it is I'm going through, good or bad, even if I don't see it right now, even if it looks really far off, even if it looks really difficult, this is ultimately adding up in my favor and ultimately will teach me something that I needed to know. And I will grow through this in ways that I never thought imaginable. So that's the wisdom I have today. 29 years old, 29 trips around the sun, and wow, am I so grateful to make it to this age. I'm grateful for another year of life and of health and of all the beautiful things God has given me. 
And I'm just so grateful for everything, for you guys, for all of the love that you have given me throughout my journey. Those of you who have been with me for all these things and have messaged me and said, Isabel, I've seen you since this age and this time, and I'm proud of you. Thank you guys, really. You guys have, it's because of you that I continue and I create content, even if it's been more sporadic as of late, you are the reason that I keep going. And I know that you are going through your own beautiful journey. And I know you probably have your own colorful stories to share and your own individual life path. And just know that wherever you may be right now in life, keep going, keep moving forward, that it's not over for you. It is just beginning. And no matter what your age is, whether you're 45, 50, 60, keep moving forward. It's not over for you. You still have time. Enjoy this present moment because we are here for a little blip in time, but we got to make the best and most beautiful out of it and really create your own individual universe and really dive into the beautiful power that it is to be a human being and a spiritual being because we all are spiritual beings at the end of the day when we die i believe that we don't just turn off we continue on and that is the most beautiful thought to think so thank you guys so much and (laughs) i don't mean to talk about death but thank you guys so much for being here and for supporting and if you'd like to join me to tap into that beautiful abundance you are worthy of abundance you are worthy of prosperity Don't listen to what anyone else tells you. Join me for a seminar where we can tap into your own individual power of money, of abundance, of a financial prosperity, because you are worthy of that and you deserve to live an abundant life. Tickets are available. Click the link down below or go to takingbackyourpower.com. Click on seminars and there you will find the Orient Mindset seminar. And if you'd like to follow me on my social media pages, I am on TikTok now, funny enough, at Isabel V. Palacios. I will put the link also down below. Go ahead and follow me. I'm going to be talking all about self-love, divine feminine, all the beautiful things that you enjoy from this podcast. We'll be on TikTok as well, as long as, you know, also some personal things too. But hope you follow me there. I'm also on Instagram and of course YouTube. I will be back there. So stay tuned. Also, I can't wait to unveil the new podcast setup and everything for taking back your power. This has been something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I'm so grateful that I'm finally at this place where I'm able to go at it full force. So thank you all for your support and love. And I will be here again for the next episode of taking back your power. And I love you very much. Stay blessed. And always remember, my beautiful angels, no matter who you may be in this life, no matter what you may be going through, no matter what you look like or what your past has been, always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. I love you, and I'll join you next time for another episode of Taking Back Your Power. Bye-bye.